Hey there, booklies! This is Anastasia Nightingale, and welcome back to another Bookish Book Hype and the Bookish Creation Podcast. If this is your first time here, please keep in mind that the Bookish Creation Podcast is for adults only and can at times contain excerpts approved to be read on the show by the authors that include intense situations and or provocative characters and scenes. Please be sure to listen responsibly. I have a very special kind of hype for you all today, because today we are looking at the newly released dark romance Stolen Lust by Charmaine Pauls. This hype is so special because not only have I already gotten the huge pleasure of reading this book, but Charmaine surprised me during our correspondence for the excerpts for this hype by asking me what my favorite excerpts were in the book and then allowing me to actually use them during this episode. I cannot tell you how excited I am about that. It filled my heart with joy to know that not only was I getting the pleasure of being able to read parts of the amazing story on the show, but they were my favorite parts, so it made it just a little bit more personal. This also means that this one's going to be a bit of a review and a hype. Now, I will also say that these excerpts are not my only favorites. If I were to read every excerpt that was my favorite from the book, I'd pretty much be reading the whole book to you, which is not okay. So, we're just going to have to stay with my top favorite ones. And I hope that you all thoroughly enjoy the excerpts that I picked for you and that they make you as excited as I am about the book and make you excited to jump in and find out about Ian and Kaz's story. Okay, so I'm so excited for this, so let's jump right in. Now, I do have a proper review for Stolen Lust already posted on my blog, so if you'd like to see that, please feel free to go ahead and check it out on bookishcreation.com. There are a lot more goodies involved with that review that get more in-depth about how I feel about the whole book, as well as breaking down my ranking system and looking at some other quotes that I really loved. However, since this is also a little bit of a review itself, I wanted to mention that both my Fire in the Sheets ranking for this book, as well as the Page Turner ranking, are five stars. Now, I know for some people that haven't looked at any of my reviews on my blog, that's probably a little bit confusing. If you want to know more about how I rank books, please be sure to go ahead and check out that review and you can see how I break things down. All around, this book is a deliciously dark masterpiece. I loved every single part of it. But with that said, let's go ahead and jump into our first excerpt. I've got money, Mint says again in a high-pitched tone. The man's voice is deep, penetrating through my breastbone and resonating in the cavity of my chest, where my breaths come shallow. That's assuming it's your money I want. Mint raises his hands. What do you want, man? I can pay you. Let us go and... Your car, the man drawls. My car? Mint stammers. The man's smile stretches. With your girlfriend in it. Oh my god. Fan, I need a fan. (laughs) Okay, we are in our heroine Kaz's point of view here. And I think we can all tell the anti-hero, or dark hero as I prefer to call them, Ian is talking about Kaz when he says, with your girlfriend in it. One of the reasons why I so love this excerpt, besides the fact that it's hot, is because it's such 
an amazingly powerful moment. When I read this part, I was so fully thrown into Kaz's shoes while also having the advantage of knowing this is actually a dark romance. So romance is a thing within the story and Ian isn't likely to hurt her. Why I found this to be so important is because it let me feel Kaz's fear. I mean, this is something that would be out of our nightmares, right ladies? A carjacking that includes you coming with the car for a dangerous man willing to jack a car in the first place and who knows what else. The images that I could easily picture going through Kaz's mind were terrifying. I honestly could feel how frightened she was and how scary all the things that she was thinking and could be thinking actually was for her and would be for any of us. Then there was the other side of the coin for me, knowing what was likely to come with all of this. That reader privilege of knowing this is a romance, which gave Ian the image of the alpha male bad boy, and wanting to know the why of this action, and what spurred it on, and of course, how it works out. Since such a huge part of dark romances is the push and pull the characters feel between what they know they should feel and what they are actually feeling, this moment really allowed me to feel that push and pull too. Honestly, this was such an amazing experience. I really loved being able to feel that contrast between Kaz's fear and the fear I would be feeling too at that moment and the knowing of what is going to happen and what would likely happen in this kind of a story. The immersion was just amazing. The answers to those reader-savvy questions, by the way, are also amazing. Seriously, though, this was one of my favorite moments from the book. I was honestly thinking about this for days after reading it. Okay, let's move on to the next excerpt. If you were mine, I'd never have left you. He didn't have a choice. I cut my gaze to the weapon in his grasp. You have a gun. He lowers the gun, letting it rest on his thigh, pointing away from me. He drags his index finger over the barrel in an oddly intimate way, making it seem like a caress. Maybe so. Still wouldn't have left you. What would you have done if you were in mint shoes? I scoff. Fight? For you? His teeth flash in the bluish light. Tooth and nail. I'd kill with my bare hands to protect what's mine. Oh, okay, again, this is Kaz's POV, but this is such an Ian-stealing sweet moment. There is so much protectiveness and promise in this short excerpt. I just absolutely adored it. I'd like to also draw attention to the fierceness of Kaz, too. I mean, she's in this horrible situation. Yes, she's scared, as we all would be, but there's still fire there. She's not afraid to put Ian in his place when he pushes her just a little bit too far, and I absolutely loved that about her. When we are talking about an obviously dangerous man with a gun, this was damn gutsy. Even if you can pick up on some kind of a fact that there's attraction there, or even if 
you can pick up on some kind of a things are going to be okay vibe or anything that you may be getting out of the situation, this is gutsy to actually face the person who is coming at you in this way and say something like this. It's gutsy. I also love the subtle little mention at the end. Protect what's mine. When I read that part, it made shivers run down my spine. He may be a dark hero, but he's still so swoon-worthy protective of her. I just, I adore, I absolutely adore the alpha male characters, whether they be a dark hero or a regular hero, that are fiercely protective of the women that they love. And as you can see here, Ian is no exception to that. He's fiercely protective of her. Okay, let's move on because I can't say much more about this one or I'm going to be going on about it all night. And the next excerpt is pretty hot, so you might want to make sure that you're not listening to this on speakers if you're not alone in the house and you don't want other people to hear. A shiver runs over me. Again, he doesn't press his lips to my skin. Only his breath touches me, bathing heat over that sensitive spot when he says so softly I think I've heard wrong. You're mine. As soon as the promise is spoken, he seals it with a kiss. His lips part over the shell of my ear, grating me with a stubble. It's a dry, possessive kiss, a kiss that assumes familiarity while sparking with the excitement of exploring new territory. Okay. <laughs> I think it's clear to see why I loved this excerpt. I'm pretty sure that's clear. I mean, dang. The possessiveness here in the your mine is just inferno level hot to me. I know there are women out there that wouldn't like that, but I am one that finds that kind of thing amazing. To me, it also has a few different meanings behind it. With how we saw Ian feels about things that are his in one of the previous excerpts, this little comment has a little different of a twist than just a sexual, you're mine. I really felt like it was a comment to how he actually feels about her, a slip of his feelings or a moment where his feelings get exposed. And I just absolutely, absolutely loved it. In so many ways, moments like these are really huge eye-openers. These moments can tear down people's walls and defenses and really leave their raw personality open for you to see. And I really felt like that is what was happening here. I just loved, loved, loved this excerpt so very much and I could not exclude it when I was asked which ones were my favorite. Okay, let's take a look at the next one. Things had already started going south for Leon's plan when she walked out in her fuck-me heels, but when she put the asshole who insulted her in his place, our carefully crafted plan was screwed. I was a goner. I wasn't going to let her get away. Not even a bullet could keep me away from her. So, this was a shot through the heart in the very best of ways for me. We are in Ian's point of view here. And the fact that her looks may have grabbed his attention to an extreme, but it is who she is that really grips his heart is so beyond perfect to me. I do love a man that loves his woman's looks no matter what, but when they pay attention to who they are 
and what it is that makes them them. And that that is what actually seals the deal for them. That's what makes them love them more every time they look at them or see them doing something. That's what really grips me. That's what really just makes me swoon for that character and really makes me fall for them. This scene is just so awesome. I loved this excerpt so, so very much because of the depth of that feeling in it. Okay, this next excerpt is majorly hot. Just a warning. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into it. Go ahead, he says, unless you want to chicken out. No one calls me a chicken. I walk to him and stop so close our bodies are almost touching. I notice with satisfaction how his chest expands with the breath he takes and holds. If I don't let you watch, I challenge. His dark eyes heat. I get to touch. He scorches me with nothing but a look. That's not what you said earlier. You said you won't touch, but you get to watch. You didn't say anything about touching if you can't watch. You changed the rules. Holding my gaze, he cups my nape and brings his mouth a hairbreadth from mine. His words are soft-spoken, which only adds to their intensity. I make the rules. <sighs> See? Off the charts hot. I had to include this as one of my favorite moments from the book. Had to do it. Don't care if it means there's something wrong with me. I had to do it. I love the dark side of Ian that shows through here. The edge that all dark romance lovers like shows through in the hottest of ways in this scene. I can't say much because it would give things away, but I think you can tell from what's here just how Ian is working things. I so want to go into so many details about this and how much I love the little mind game that's happening here, but I'll only say you need to read this amazing book. Get to this part, and then we can chat about it in all its juicy glory and details. Okay, we have two more excerpts, so let's read the next one. If love were instantaneous, I'd fall in love with her right here and now, but love takes time and investment. Both luxuries I don't have. Lust is immediate. It's all-consuming, and the need drives me to touch her in all those sensitive zones of her body that makes her bow to my hands. This is another Ian point-of-view moment, and I loved the vulnerability in it. I love that it shows that push and pull doesn't just exist for one character. It happens for both. For Ian... He wants to fight the feelings that I think we have all clearly seen already in the previous excerpts. What he says is true. Love does take time and investment, but falling in love doesn't. Feeling those feelings doesn't. Feelings are there, whether or not we want them to be there. And this really shows that push and pull for him. That he feels this even if he thinks he can't or shouldn't or isn't. These situations, these scary, powerful loves that we see in dark romances are not easy for either person, and I loved how this showed that. 
how this showed the way that the all-consuming energy of their love can drive a push and pull in the mind for both characters. It was absolutely beautiful. I loved this moment. Okay, let's go ahead and move on to the last excerpt. The moment is enormous. I let it sink in. I take a minute to look the ugly facts in the face. It's heavy, what I'm about to do. Dark. But I don't feel guilt. Maybe this was always going to happen. Yes. No matter how I look at it, in the dark place where I lock away my desires, there's always been only one outcome to this game. For this last excerpt, we are in Ian's point of view again. And dang, this is such a moment. I really can't say what's happening. Ugh, I wish I could, but I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. And more so, I don't want to do that to Charmaine either. I will point out how he doesn't feel guilty about what's happening, though. He knows he should. You can tell that by what he's saying and what he's thinking and feeling about the moment. But he doesn't. It's that push and pull we were talking about, yes? But it's also the intensity of his feelings for her. I think that's one of the things I love the most about dark romances, is the intensity of the love that the dark heroes have for the heroines. It's all-consuming, pushing them past reason and past what most people would be willing to do to obtain that love that they have. In pretty much every dark romance that I've ever actually really loved, you've seen things like this, where the dark hero or the anti-hero, whatever you want to call them, is just pushed past their limit because of their feelings for this woman, because of the love that they feel and the intensity of it. It's just, it's amazing. To me, it really shows just how powerful that love can be. And it shows the other side of love, that darker side of it. I just absolutely adored this part of the story. And I can't wait for you all to read what's going on here. The situation that happened before it is uh, utterly amazing for both characters. Absolutely fell in love with them. It had me on the edge of my seat, flipping the pages, couldn't put it down. Mm, just so amazing. Absolutely so amazing. And what happens after is also amazing. I, every part of this book is fantastic. But this particular chapter, this particular moment, really stood out. And it stood out in a very different way from pretty much the rest of the book. And you'll all see what I mean when you read that. All in all, Ian and Kaz are both such profound characters. I loved every second of this first installment to this story of theirs. Honestly, this book was a favorite read for 2021. If you haven't read anything from Charmaine Pauls yet and you're participating in my new author reading challenge, this is a fantastic book to jump into her worlds and also add a book to that challenge count. I cannot wait for book two and to see how Kazanian's story continues to unfold. Okay, booklies, I hope you all enjoyed this very special bookish book hype. If you'd like to see more information on this post, find the buy links for this beyond fantastic book, or find a link to read the review that I have for this book, please check out the link for this episode's description.
If you aren't already following Charmaine's socials or are not signed up for her newsletter, I highly recommend both. There is always amazing new book information included in the content of both, and there are also at times fun giveaways, so you don't want to miss out on that. I'd like to give a huge thank you to Charmaine Pauls for allowing me to read these excerpts on the podcast. It was beyond such a treat to be able to read my favorites from your amazing story. Thank you so very much. You have no idea how much my heart glowed when I got the opportunity to go ahead and read these on this episode. The Bookish Creation podcast logo was created by The Artsy Reader. The Artsy Reader is another fantastic book blogger. She reviews a lot of cool middle grade books, as well as some other genres. You can see her reviews over at theartsyreader.com. Now, if you're looking for some more romance fun, including reviews, free book drop information, romance news, and fun reading romance challenges, you can go check out my blog over at bookishcreation.com. Charmaine Pauls is a fantastic author with a lot more sexy, thrilling, delicious books out there. So again, if you haven't read anything by her yet, I encourage you to either pick up this book or go check out her website at charmainepauls.com and find a book that you want to jump into her amazing worlds with. I promise you, especially if you're a dark romance lover, you will not be disappointed. I hope you all have a fantastic morning, noon, evening, wherever you are around the world, and that this chapter of your life is amazing. I'll talk to you all later. Bye!